What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and I want you guys to make sure that you come by my Instagram page, especially if you are listening to this immediately after it has been posted. So today is May 15th, as we are speaking. Make sure you come to my Instagram page for the next seven days because everything that I'm sharing is vital information for generational wealth, for immediate wealth, and for how to get yourself into a financially sound situation. Everything that I'm gonna be sharing is incredibly empowering. It's not just little tidbits here and there. I'm dropping everything. I'm putting it all on the line, all the information that you need. Make sure that you take your notes. Make sure that you share the information because sharing this information is not going to prevent or take anything from you. In fact, it's actually gonna expand it because as the community grows and becomes more wealthy, that means we all have more potential for business opportunity, for employment opportunity, for just a whole social elevation. So please share this information because you're not taking anything from yourself. You're adding to yourself when you share information like this. So today in this podcast in particular, the one thing that I'm gonna focus on is existing generational wealth that is ignored. People who don't even realize what they have available to them that's already generational wealth. Because a lot of people talk about generational wealth and uh, and forget that there's a large number of people that already have it. Um, a lot of people assume that we have to build generational wealth from where we are right now. Now, for some of us, that is true. For me, for example, that is true. I don't have anything that I'm able to inherit that gives me wealth. Right, so I'm the first generation building wealth in my family, right? But there's some of y'all that out there that already have generational wealth and may not even recognize its full potential. So that's what we're gonna talk about today is helping educate everybody on what you already have and how to make the most out of it. So let's say for example, you have family property or you already own a home. Now I'm gonna start talking about family property And then later on, I'm going to drop some dimes uh, for uh, people who own a house. Just like you own your own home, but maybe you don't have family property. All right, number one, family property, all right? There's a lot of people out here that have inherited property from parents who have passed on. Or maybe an aunt or an uncle, right? Maybe there are multiple heirs in the situation. Maybe there's only one person who inherited the property. And for a lot of people, when you don't know how to deal in real estate... The house may appear to be more of a burden than a benefit. But here's the thing. As a real estate agent, I lead as an activist first and foremost. My goal is to see people benefiting from their own personal generational wealth instead of passing it on to somebody else, i.e. an investor of some type coming in and taking advantage of your lack of knowledge on the situation or coming in and taking advantage of perhaps a conflict within family where people can't agree on a plan that maximizes benefit. So this is what we're gonna talk about today. So let's say, for example, just an anecdotal situation. Let's say, for example, that the family owns a property that currently is valued at $100,000. The property has not been renovated since 2007, and it needs it's desperate in need of updating. Everything works, but everything is older. All right, in this situation, this particular anecdotal situation, which is a very realistic one, and I've been through several with different clients of mine. Um, owing, a, Let's say, for example, you don't owe anything on this property, right? Zero dollar, no more mortgage, everything's been paid off, um, but the property is valued at $100,000. This actually happens in a lot of situations. So that means that you actually have a property that has equity, 
which means that you can actually do a renovation on this property without spending any money. Now you may be asking, how is that possible? Well, for people who already understand equity, you already understand how it works. Basically, whenever you have, when you owe less than what the property is valued at, you're able to use some of that extra value toward investment of your own. And here's what that looks like. In our anecdotal situation, uh, the family has $100,000 in equity currently because there's no mortgage to pay off. So you can borrow against that $100,000 and you can finance a renovation of that property. Uh, you could also finance other things, but we're going to focus on how do we maximize the investment itself, the real estate itself, right? So let's say, for example, you go to the bank and they tell you we can give you 75% of the equity, which means 75% of that extra value that you have. So you get $75,000. Now, you don't have to spend it all, and I don't advise you to do so because it's not going to be necessary. You can hold some of that equity for later, and we can talk about how to make that work where you, you pocket the equity. All right, let's say, for example, you only need about 15000 because it just needs a modest renovation. Once again, there's no damage. It's, it just needs to be updated. Everything works fine. It just needs to be updated. Take $15,000 of the equity and pay for the renovation. At that point, you have an option. You can resell and take the excess, pro the excess profit from that point. Or you can do what I strongly advise, which is to rent it out and continue to use the remaining equity to buy more property. That's what you call taking full advantage of the profit that your family has given to you. That's generational wealth. Now, we're going to talk about both of the situations. So let's go with the shorter situation, which is you did a renovation and now you're going to resell. So a lot of the time you put, you know, you update, a, you update an existing property um, that doesn't have damage um, and you resell it, you get a substantial increase in, in value with that situation. So um, it's going to depend, every neighborhood is different, every property is different because it depends on how many square feet it is. But a lot of newly, re like newly updated, newly renovated spaces go for between, um, at the minimum, like 150 um, for a smaller space. Um, but you're looking at anywhere from like 150 to 250, um, like I said, depending on where the property is located and how big it is. What, why is that? Well, everything is contingent upon recent sales in your neighborhood. So if your neighborhood's property values are giving us a property value of 180, then that's probably what you're going to get, right? If that, like, it's based on the per square foot. So let's say, for example, properties in your particular neighborhood are going for $100 per square foot. Let's just throw that out there. Okay, and your property is, um, you know, 1,800 square feet. Well, then you're, you're likely to sell for 180. Um, if your property values are higher than that, you can, you can get more per square foot, right? So we'll look at the property values. Now, that also means if, if this property that I'm talking about that needed to be updated was going for 100,000, that's what it appraised at, um, it's, it's very likely a larger property and just in need of updating, but let's crunch the numbers and figure it out. So the $100,000 property was renovated for 15,000 and now let's say it's gonna sell for 180. Now, you guys as the family who owned it and didn't owe anything, you pay off that equity line that you had um, and now everything is profitable for you. So you sold it for 180 minus the 15,000 plus a little bit of interest because the bank gets a list something, right? 
uh, for their time and consideration because they gave you the money to be able to do the renovation. Okay, so let's say you pay them twenty thousand and you got one sixty. You and anybody else who has ownership interest now splits up that hundred and sixty thousand instead of only splitting up the hundred thousand. Um, and in a very you know contentious situation, you might not not even get the hundred thousand if you sold it as is. You, you're likely to get less because investors are going to come up to you and say, "Hey, I got cash. I got eighty-five k. I know it's worth a hundred thousand, but take my eighty-five k and run." And that happens a lot. Okay, so, but let's say you followed my advice. You renovated it. You resold it. Now you guys are splitting a hundred and sixty thousand dollars. You can part your ways. You can do what you want to do with your money. Uh, I'll advise you on how to build an investment portfolio, or you can just maybe I don't know, do what you want to do. Invest in a business, buy a bunch of stuff, travel around the world. I don't know. Do what you want with your money, right? Now, long-term potential, when you're really trying to grow some wealth, when you're really trying to elevate your lifestyle, this is the strategy you want to go with. Let's say that you renovated it, all right? You don't owe anything on the property. Now, all you owe is that renovation portion that you just used, right? 15000 What does that mean? You still have $60,000 of a line of credit that you can use for other things. So, let's say you hold on to this property instead of selling it, right? Now, that, that's what allows you to keep that 60000 in equity that you haven't used yet and benefit it in other areas, right? So let's say you keep the property. Now you're renting it out. And let's say you're renting it out for $1,200, okay? You still got to pay on that little line of, of credit that you got, right? So you're going to pay a list something, let's say like $100 a month, and the rest of it, well, you got to pay tax. Property taxes got to be paid. So you got, you got a little bit of expenses. You got some property taxes. Um, you got a homeowner's policy, um, plus, you know, your, your loan that you took, your line of equity that you're paying toward. Okay. So let's say, um, your property taxes are about 150. Your insurance is probably about 120. That's 270. So plus the hundred for the line of equity, you're paying 370. Just keep these numbers in mind. You're only paying 370 a month for this property. Now that's your property taxes, your insurances and paying toward your line of equity. You're taking in $1,200 a month. All right, so what's your profit? So your profit is $870. So you've just added $870 to your income that you currently have. Now, if you're splitting it with someone else, of course, each of you takes your $435. Okay, so where are we going with this? Well, you still have $60,000 of equity that you could potentially use. As a real estate agent, what I'm going to advise for you is that we build you an investment portfolio for you and any other heirs, um, and we create a real estate trust or a real estate LLC um, that you guys share equal interest in, um, or based upon your your initial ownership percentage in the original property, right? Whatever it is, we'll structure it. I have an attorney who can structure it for us contract-wise. That way, it's no headache for you guys. Basically, I'll manage the transaction, um, and and you guys benefit from having the long-term profit, right? And I'm going to give you your numbers on kind of like what that looks like. So let's say you guys set up this LLC. Um, you're buying properties. We have a contract that the attorney has drawn up. What does this look like? All right, you have 60K. you got a rental property paying, you guys. That income gets immediately dispersed to you all. Um, as your income. Okay. Um, you take the 60K and we make a plan for how to utilize it. Now, what we could do, we could buy something that's in pretty bad condition um, and use some of the equity as a down payment 
get us a renovation loan, renovate, flip it, and sell. You could be fix and flip style, right? In that situation. So I would organize it where we only use a portion of the equity, secure the property, get a little renovation loan, we renovate the new property, you do fix and flip. And you can do it as many times as you want because every time you fix and flip and you sell the property, we're gonna pay off your line of credit. So it stays there. So that, that family property that you're now either renting out or living in, depending on what whatever situation is, it still has that equity because that's another option. Maybe you did the 15K renovation and you're living in it, you still have that line of credit with that extra 60K. So see, that's the beautiful thing. Whether you're renting it out or somebody's living in it, you still have that 60K line of equity and you can build that investment portfolio. So fix and flip type of real estate LLC is one option where we constantly keep reusing that line of credit and every time you sell, you pay off the line of credit so that you can have it freed up again for your next property. That actually is a beautiful process. Now, another thing that you can do is maybe use that 60K to buy you a few rental properties. Maybe you guys are more interested in the long-term uh, income. So what does that look like? Well, let's say for example that we take that 60K and we use it to buy a, a fourplex, right? We use part of it as a down payment on a fourplex. Now that fourplex is generating its own additional income, right? So your fourplex, let's say for example, each of the units, just to make it easy on math, is bringing in $1,000. Usually in a fourplex, there's a difference um, in, in rent per unit because usually they're not all the same size. But let's just imagine that they were all the same size and bringing in $1,000 each. So you're at this point with this one, you may have a mortgage um, because you you know you borrowed to buy it. So um, you're bringing in four thousand dollars a month income. Let's say your mortgage is about twelve hundred. Okay, so you pay that off. Your mortgage in this situation is going to include your taxes and your insurance is already. So we don't have to add anything additional. Twelve hundred is your expenses. So what does that mean for you? That means that you are making. 2800 extra per month. So you add that on to the 870, right? 2800 plus your 870, you got 3670 coming in per month as income. Now before we go on, let's go ahead and stop for a second and think about this. In this situation, you now have consistent income of 3870 per month that you don't have to work for. As your real estate agent, I can do property management for you, which means you may have to pay me a little something or you can just keep collecting this money off of these rental incomes and all I do is just help you when the buying and selling happens, right? Um, that's all your money. You just keep it. You didn't have to do anything. You don't have to work for it. And now here's a little tidbit for the people who simply own their own house. A lot of y'all are sitting on equity and don't even realize it. A lot of y'all are sitting on generational wealth already and don't even realize it. I know like y'all be thinking like, oh, you know, Lord, I got this mortgage, Jesus. I got to pay $1,100, $1,200, $1,300 a month. Ooh, Lord, what I'm going to do? You know, it's a burden. Man, y'all need to learn this. This is how this works. Look, I'm about to... A lot of y'all don't realize y'all got equity in them properties and y'all could be real estate investors. Now, here's the thing. I understand you're not well-versed in real estate. That's where I come in. As your real estate agent, I'm going to help structure plans for you based around your goals and what you already have. So let's say, for example, you own a property, you guys have been living there for five years, you've done paid down, let's say, um, 15000 off of the principal, just throwing out a number, right? Maybe you paid more than that, I don't know. 
All right, but let's say also besides the 15,000 that you've paid off on the principal, let's say the property values in your neighborhood have gone up by 30,000 in the last five years. It's probably more than that, I'll be honest with you, but let's just be conservative with our numbers just to make this function. So you have $45,000 right now in increased value. Um, you can only borrow approximately 75% of that value. There's some situations where I can get it up to 90 with the bank, but let's say 75%. All right, so we're gonna break it down into chunks. 45, well, let's say 48,000. I wanna make it easy on my brain right now. So let's say you can use, uh, let's say it increased, payoff and increase in value, 48,000. All right, 75% is 36,000. So you now have $36,000 worth of equity that you can use as investment money. So what I'll do with you in that situation is make a decision. Do you wanna do fix and flip? Do you wanna buy something and rent it out? And you can utilize that 36K to do exactly that. And then you can make a decision beyond that what you wanna do for additional properties. So your situation is very much the same as the family property. It's just that you may have less equity to work with. Nevertheless, you've got that asset. You guys are already sitting on generational wealth and don't even realize it. Now, anybody listening that does not own property at all, here's what you need to understand. This is the power of home ownership. A lot of people don't understand that ownership in land gives you the ability to grow wealth. You have to keep that in mind. Like owning a property is not just owning a space where you can live. It's also owning an asset that can build wealth for you. Now, some of y'all might not be interested in utilizing equity for buying other real estate, and that's fine too. Go ahead and utilize the equity in these properties that you have, whether it's just one home or more, and invest in your business, whatever business it is that you enjoy doing. It doesn't have to be real estate. That's what a lot of people, it's a misconception. Like You can utilize your property as an asset to benefit whatever business you're interested in. Some of you may not even wanna do business at all. Maybe you wanna, uh, you know, borrow money in order to fund education i don't know get a trade you know there's so many options and the point is that owning your property allows you that opportunity for some people this is another little caveat that people don't realize what if you fall on hard times you know what if something happens to you well why not utilize your property as a wealth asset um let's say for example um a lot of people are worried about foreclosure, right? Like, what if you get unemployed? Okay, before you enter foreclosure, if you really think that you're not going to be able to pay that mortgage, sell the property and get the profit and walk away before you go into foreclosure. Don't wait. I know a lot of people say, you know, okay, I lost my job. Like, and, 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 lose, I'm just, and I'm giving y'all the full 411 on this so y'all can understand it. Um, even in a situation, God forbid, where somebody loses their job, you don't need to lose the wealth that you've built up in that house just because you lost your job, okay? And so if you lose your job, um, before you get close to foreclosure, before you start missing payments, contact me. As a real estate agent, I'm gonna run the numbers, I'm gonna let you know how much profit you're gonna get after you pay off that mortgage. Let's make it happen so that you don't end up in a foreclosure situation and the bank owns your property and benefits from it, right? So what I'm saying to you is, no matter what happens, because I'm giving y'all the worst case scenario, because some of y'all be asking me these worst case scenarios, and I understand you want to be prepared for anything. So that's what I'm telling y'all. Now, most of y'all are not going to have to worry about it, because this is another thing. Let's think about that unemployment situation, because some people woke up to 2020 with loss of income, right? Because this is that, you know, 
Fortunately, we don't typically see things on this large of a scale impacting people, but it happened. And a lot of, there's some people who lost jobs. There's some people who only lost income. Okay, so either way it goes, we had people having a hard time paying the bills for their house, right? Okay, so what if the, these people who lost income had already started the strategy that I'm talking about? Think about that for a second, y'all. You got people out here that have access to equity because the number that I gave was a low number. There's a lot of y'all out here sitting on well over $50,000 worth of equity that y'all could be using. Why are you relying only on your job? This is where this this is my big thing. This is this is where my passion come in. This is where I turn up because I am a financial activist. And the reason I became a financial activist instead of just a regular activist is because at the end of the day, if you can take care of you and yours, I don't want to see nobody begging for shit. I don't want you begging for somebody to do right by you. If you have the potential within yourself to make this happen for you and your family, right? So I want you to have the option of taking care of the needs of your household, whether it be social, whether it be medical, you know, I want you to have the mental health capacity, the relaxation. I want you to have the lower levels of anxiety because you already know you good. You already know you got that $50,000 worth of equity that you can use. And you can buy and make you some money. You can build up a, a small business. You can have a side hustle. You can get additional certifications so that you have other options for career because you got that ready. Think about that. What if you had a radiology certification? You could do x-ray tech. When COVID hit, you could have just went right on over there. Maybe that's not your passion. Maybe that's not something you really want to do. Maybe you like your current career path. But what if you had lost income during COVID right you could have supplemented that if you had utilized say for example utilizing your equity to fund getting a certification in something else it don't even have to be in real estate that's what i'm trying to show y'all there's a broad spectrum of opportunity but a lot of y'all are sitting on generational wealth already and don't even understand how to use it may not even be and may not even know that you got it so if you're interested in figuring out exactly how much wealth you might be currently sitting on give me a call 504 535-4353 and we'll go over the numbers and I will I'll break it down for you and we'll make a plan I want you to be fully informed and fully empowered I don't want you being taken advantage of by somebody telling you you know oh I'm a I'm a I'm a pay 80,000 for your property when that thing might be worth 120 already as it is and here they are they lowballing you and they know they know how much that property's worth that's why they're giving you the 80k because they know they already getting a deal I don't want to see that crap happen. I don't want to see y'all get taken advantage of with, a, you know, if you happen to lose your job, God forbid, or lose some income, and then you end up in a foreclosure situation and you got all kind of equity you didn't even know about, and you sitting on this wealth, and you could have been doing something with it. You could have sold that property and took that equity and put you and your family up for the next three years at least until this shit passed. See, I'm telling y'all, property ownership and access to information. And what I'm here for is access to information. So let's talk about how real estate can be a powerful tool for you and your family. Whether you own something right now or not, give me a call. Once again, 504-535-4353. As always, this is Word of a Rebel. 
You can find me on social media at Word of a Rebel, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all the social medias at Word of a Rebel. And remember, as always, I'm here for empowerment.